Restaurants Unstoppable, episode 215. Hit it. Are you ready for it factors, success stories, failures, and bombs of restaurant industry knowledge? Then, join Eric Cacciatore and today's incredible guest as they share what it takes to become unstoppable. We have learned from so many of our past guests that to be successful, you need to systematize, automate, and leverage data in your restaurant. Well, with QSR Online, it's never been easier. Head over to go.qsronline.com slash unstoppable to learn more. Do you want new promotions and free, low-cost marketing strategies to attract new customers? Go to restaurantpromo.net today and become unbeatable in your market. Again, that's restaurantpromo.net. Get on it. Yo, what is going on, all you unstoppable restaurant professionals? It's your host, Eric Cacciatore, and you're listening to The podcast for personal growth in the restaurant industry. It's Thursday, which means it's Authority Thursday. I have a good one for you today. So one of the themes here at Restaurant Unstoppable is to be as productive and efficient as possible, uh, to learn how to stretch that dollar and to really get the the biggest bang for our buck. Uh, And so today we're going to be speaking to the product expert from the WebStaurantStore.com. The WebStaurant Store is one of the biggest restaurant supply stores online and what I asked them to do was to put together a list of the products and services that were being purchased the most over the year of 2015 uh, that can help us in our restaurants become more efficient and more productive uh, and really stretch that dollar. So today we're going to be talking to Steve Ziegler, great guy, really filled with knowledge and he's going to be sharing with us the tools we can be leveraging in our kitchen to be as efficient and productive as possible. So... It's a good one. I hope you guys enjoy it. Here it is. And with excitement, allow me to introduce to you today's guest, Steve Ziegler. Steve, tell me you're feeling unstoppable today. Eric, I am feeling unstoppable today. Yes, that is what I like to hear. Steve is the product knowledge expert for Webstaurant Store based in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, where they are the leading restaurant supply store providing uh, restaurant supplies and equipment to food service industry and individuals, customers worldwide. Um, so this is just a huge aerial view of what the Webstaurant store is all about and who you are. And I can't wait to learn more, Steve, but before we get started, uh, why don't we just take a quick moment to, uh, get that motivational, inspirational ball rolling with a success quote or mantra. So what do you have for us today? Uh, sure. So, uh, both my favorite people in history have the word, uh, have the name Franklin. One is Benjamin Franklin. The other one is Franklin Roosevelt. And in fact, I named my son Franklin. So, uh, that should tell you how I uh, think about those guys. Uh, so I, uh, I, uh, definitely choosing this Franklin Roosevelt quote because it relates to my, uh, job title. <laughs> and the quote is, it is common sense to take a method and try it. If it fails, admit it frankly and try another. But above all, try something. Awesome. So when you're going when you're going through life, you know you you do you mess up, but you got to keep going. And the reason I think it relates to my job title is I always tell people I didn't get to to be called the product expert here because I was always good at everything. <laughs> it just means I screwed up more than anyone else and and learned from it. So. 
I mean, that that just, that just mantra can just be applied in so many ways in life, in so many different industries Absolutely. across the board, especially the restaurant industry. Uh, I'm, I'm reading uh, Jeff Benjamin's book right now in front of the house, and he talks about how we always need to be improving and always changing. It's a great book, and he talks Absolutely. about that there, too. So great stuff. Um, so today we're going to be talking about basically just uh, the tools that we can use in our restaurant uh, to be more efficient, to be more productive. And I, I turned to my friends at the Webster's store to kind of just find out what people were purchasing in 2015. What, what were the, the, the real, the hot ticket items that are out there? And that's what you're going to be talking to us today. But before we dive into that topic, why don't you just tell us a little bit more about your role at Webster's store and uh, the kind of a quick history on the Webster's store. Sure. So uh, my role at the Webstaurant store is a product expert. I also uh, do our social media as well. I actually have a lot of slashes to my name, but in my product expert role, I uh, consult with all the different divisions when they need uh, product expertise. So when the writers are writing, when the marketers are marketing, uh, and when the customer service people are servicing and they have questions about product, uh, I'm one of the people that they come to. Uh, I have a very similar job. Our corporate chef kind of has a, a similar role to me as well, so we we help them out. Uh, the other thing that I do is I, I work with them as far as uh, getting trainings, working with vendors to get trainings in here, uh, work on our own trainings, and I also do a lot of uh, product videos and some writing as far as our different products go. Uh, in order to instruct our end users how to how to use our products and what they're all about. Awesome. And uh, give us a little more history on Webstaurant Store and how uh, this service has come to be. Well, uh, Webstaurant Store started a little over uh, 10 years ago now, and we are one of the fastest-growing companies in Pennsylvania. Uh, we have uh, grown a great deal. We are the largest online-only restaurant supply company. Mm. And uh, we've been uh, growing ever since our inception, and we keep going that way. Uh, we now have locations all over the country as far as distribu- distribution centers in order so that we have plenty of stock uh, all over the country because we know our customers are the type of customers when they need it, they need it now. So we service over 95% of the country in uh, two days or less uh, with our products because we have, again, we have distribution centers all over. We try to be as much a resource as anything for our customers. Uh, We try to have the best content online, the best pictures of our product, the best videos. Uh, We also have almost every item that we'll be talking about today will have a buying guide uh, Mm -hmm. on our site so that you can go and look at the different features uh, of different, you know, types of units and different products and understand what it takes to buy the correct one for your needs as well. So which, we try to be the best resource we possibly can. Which I'm sure I'll be le- linking to all those buying guides in the show notes. This is episode 215. So let's head over to restaurantunstoppable slash 215 to check out those the links to those buying guides. Um, so great. I think we have the big picture. Um, I think we feel a little bit more comfortable now knowing that we're talking to an expert. You guys know what you're talking about. Uh, we're going to get some great tools. So, uh, 
you put together a list of five items that people are really uh, going to to purchase to make their restaurants more efficient, more productive, more profitable. That's really what we're here to talk about today. And uh, we're just going to touch on each one of those five items over the next half hour. And I really can't wait to – I've learned a lot about these things that are on our list. We won't t- – we'll just go through slowly. But um, I'm really excited to find out more about these things and how they're going to make my listeners better in their restaurants. So let's start with the first item. Um, that is a vacuum sealing unit or tool. Talk to us a little bit more about the power of vacuum sealing. Sure. Uh, so vacuum packaging machines uh, are, are great tools for uh, the restaurant customer. In fact, they are like one of the biggest growth areas in the last few years for us as far as the products that we sell on our site. We sell so many of these things. And mm-hmm. uh, what the way they help a restaurant is the, the biggest way is in order to store things properly. Of course, uh, nowadays you get a lot of people getting away from buying all the prepackaged stuff from the big broadliners and all of that and buying a little bit more local and everything. And I think that's part of the thing that's driven the growth in these machines is when you buy this stuff, it's not all perfectly, you know, vacuum sealed already. Mm. So to be able to do it yourself in back in the day when I was a salesman in the nineties, people would just put it in a, in a snap bag and twist tie it. And of course that leaves you open to the air in the bag, you know, messing with your product. And it also leaves it open to freezer burn. Whereas when you, when you vacuum seal, you're taking all the air out, you're sealing it properly. So you throw it in the freezer and you get a much better end result when you uh, thaw out the product again. Yeah. And um, the, the touch on what you said about how there's this huge shift towards people buying locally and supporting their local economies and their local farmers. I think another reason why people are probably leaning towards this tool is because – you know, these items are also a lot more expensive now, these locally purchased things. And we have so much more respect for food today than I feel like we ever have. And it's a lot more I, difficult. I it's a yeah. lot more difficult for us just to throw things away when they've spoiled. So um, it's exciting to see that, yeah. you know, it's really been changing the industry. Um, I hate to interrupt. Oh, absolutely. Tangent, but, um, uh, absolutely. Yeah. So what are some of the other benefits to using uh, the well, vacuum sealers? Another, another big driver of the growth in vacuum sealing machines is uh, the rise of sous vide as a cooking method. Mm-hmm. Um, they, when you, you know, sous vide is, is cooking in a bag, mm-hmm. and you take the, your vacuum-sealed food and you cook it at exactly the temperature you want it to be when it's done. Mm-hmm. And sometimes those cook times can be very long. In any case, you need a vacuum-sealed bag to do that and do that safely. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and sous vide is a wonderful cooking stuff. If you've never tried it, look it up. Give it a shot. You can even do it uh, you know, with something like a steak. You can do it within a, in a cooler at home. If you have a good thermometer, you can sous vide a steak in a cooler. So yeah. um, and, uh, I don't know if you've ever tried any, any sous vide uh, cooking, but it's uh, it's terrific for a lot of different reasons. Yeah, but, I, I have um, not, and uh, but I've worked in restaurants when I was in front of house where the kitchen was using sous vide, and it's, it totally makes it a different meal. Um, just a little bit of a spoiler alert. Sous vide is the second item on our list. Um, I don't know if you're moving on to that second item, Steve, or if you're still talking on vacuum. You, is there anything else? No, you want to I'm mention? still talking. I'm still. Okay. I'm still going to talk about <laughs> our uh, our vacuum sealers here. So that's one of the that's one of the uh, you know other benefits of vacuum sealing. Now, 
when you're buying a vacuum sealer, though, you got to keep in mind there's two different, st- very different styles uh, to keep in mind when you're mm-hmm. buying one. And one is an external type machine. Uh, if you've ever seen a food saver in a you know residential store, uh, you know like a Walmart or something like that, that is an external machine. Mm-hmm. And then there's the other type, which is the chamber type vacuum sealer machine. And the chamber types are the really big growth area right now. Uh, although we're having growth in everything, it, the chamber types, even though they're much more expensive, I mean, they start around $500. Um, the difference is, is you can seal liquids. Mm-hmm. A- and that's a big deal. So you could seal soup. You could seal, you know, a myriad different, uh, you know, side dishes. But the other thing, too, is when you're sealing meats, uh, you know, in an external machine, you get the problem that sometimes the juices from the meat will come off the bag and it will prevent the uh, unit from sealing the bag properly. Mm-hmm. And, and so when you do that, uh, you know, that can be a royal pain to deal with. So a vacuum sealer, a chamber-type vacuum sealer, uh, really alleviates that because you can you can, like I said, seal liquids. It's also better if you're going to do something like marinating. Mm. Uh, you can marinate within the bag. When you vacuum seal, you pull all that liquid into the meat. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's another use for vacuum sealers as well. So I'm just kind of writing a list as we're going here. For some of the benefits, the efficiencies of using vacuum sealers, what I have written down so far is uh, obviously like the longer shelf life. You're removing that oxygen. It's going to last longer. Uh, it is used in conjunction with uh, sous vide, um, and then also cutting down on the steps. So it sounds like you can put all that marinade into the the bag, and then you know you're putting it straight into the sous vide. So that's just like one less step you have to worry about in the process, the production process. Right. Uh, then what about storage? We haven't really talked about how it cuts down on space. Do you want to talk about that? Oh, about? absolutely. Well, you know, first of all, you don't have air in the bag, so it's so much easier to be able to slip things and have them have them be a much smaller amount because you're taking away any excess air in the bag. And the biggest thing about the storage with these uh, vacuum-sealed bags is the fact that you've removed all the air, so your product quality when you're done with mm-hmm. it, uh, after you re- reheat it, is going to be much, much better. Mm-hmm. And you know, and you can also, you know, most bags nowadays are also, you can boil in them. So, it, like certain types of things, let's say you do a rice dish, you could do the boil in the bag method mm-hmm. or sous vide, like we mentioned. Awesome. As far as bags, as far as bags go, I should mention, too, that's the other benefit of a chamber machine. Uh, an external style machine, that food saver style, the bags actually have a middle layer for that of a mesh. And because of that, uh, and that's there so they can suck air out externally, mm-hmm. um, but because of that, those bags are much more expensive. Mm. So for a similar bag, similar size bag, it could be $0.22 cents a bag for that external machine, whereas for a chamber vacuum sealer, you're talking $0.07 cents a bag. Yeah. Uh, awesome stuff. So I think, have we hit on all the benefits that you wanted to mention for vacuum sealing? Yes. All right. Before we move on, is there one brand, one model that people are really leaning towards that you can direct our listeners to? Well, I, I would definitely look, uh, you know, if, if you're fairly new to it, uh, but you feel fairly serious, I would definitely look at uh, Arivac Master is 
our leading brand on our site. Uh, and we have uh, the most popular unit uh, right now is going to be uh, the VP215. Uh, it's a good size unit. It's very powerful. It runs a little over $700. Or uh, the one I have at home, since I do have one at home, is a VP112S. It's uh, one of the least expensive chamber vacuum sealers at, at a little over $500. So and that has a much more light-duty construction. But, you know, if you're not going to use it much or you want to use it at home or whatever, um, that's a perfectly good machine. I love mine. So Awesome. Great would, stuff. Those would be my suggestions. Yeah. And those will all be linked in the show notes. Again, this is episode 215. So moving on to the next item on our list, which is sous vide, which we've already talked a little bit about. So for those people listening in who aren't familiar with sous vide exactly, maybe they've heard of it, but they're not really com- completely familiar with what it is. Give us a quick description of what sous vide is. Okay. As I mentioned before, sous vide is cooking in a bag. That's actually what it means. And what you're doing is you're taking the food and you are cooking it at the temperature that you want it. So you'll cook a steak at 132 degrees, uh, which seems really, really weird to people um, because (laughs) it's such a low temperature. Um, but in an hour, hour and a half, uh, that steak is going to be perfectly cooked, medium rare, all the way through. And then the only thing that you have to do after that is sear each side. And the difference you really see when you cut into the steak, you, mm-hmm. you, you cut into it, it will be medium rare. Uh, if done properly, it will be medium rare from the all the way through the steak. Mm -hmm. Rather than just the center being medium rare and the outsides being a little overdone, um, you're going to have a juicy, perfectly sealed steak, uh, perfectly seared steak, and uh, perfectly medium rare all the way through. Uh, And that's a, a big advantage. The other advantage, too, is you can't really overcook things too uh, easily in sous vide. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that is a a very nice feature. So if you're, um, you know, if if you have something that you're going to sous vide, you can put them in, and if you don't have an exact time for when you're going to be pulling them back out, you know, you're you're pretty safe because you're keeping that product right at the temperature it's supposed to be at. Mm some other benefits too, you know, if you have a head chef that is very particular about a certain, you know, let's say at a country club or something like that, he's very particular about making sure that a certain dish is okay, even though he's not going to be there on a Tuesday or a Wednesday or something, you you can prepare the product in, uh, beforehand mm-hmm. and then, you know, cook it and immerse, have it. Yeah. Turn into the emergent circulator in your vacuum bag and have it there and have it be prepared right right like that. So, I know people who just um, leave it overnight or they'll just walk away from it and that's just one thing while they can multitask. So. With with braised meats, you know, short ribs are a famous example. People mm-hmm. put them in a an immersion uh in a water bath for you know, three days at a time. Mm-hmm. And what you get out is just the most succulent, you know, wonderful uh flavorful and tender meat that you'll ever have it's it's just it's a great way of cooking it's a lot of fun to do and experiment with as well so but you can do vegetables fish you know almost anything 
you can sous vide. And you don't have to be worried about those low temperatures because food safety is a measure not just temperature but also time. So um, you just want to educate yourself on the cooking processes and the times and the temperatures for the various products, and then you'll be you'll be fine for sous vide. But now, it is a lot of fun. It's been said that um, it's the most efficient way to transfer heat to food, too. So how does that um, result in savings and uh, just better efficiency? Well, you, you know, for all all the product, like you, you're – all you're doing is keeping a small bath of water at a certain temperature, mm-hmm. a low temperature, and that really doesn't take a whole heck of a lot of energy. Which, uh, you know, saves in, in money. In addition, that, that water transfers that, you know, and I was going to touch on that on something else that we're going to talk about today. Okay. But that water, uh, re, you know, really uh, is a great conductor of energy and puts it right into the food. So it's you don't have a lot of heat going out into the kitchen or anything like awesome. that. If you can, and you can keep it covered and that water bath covered and that even makes it even more efficient. All right. So just to summarize some of the things we've already touched on with sous vide and how it's more efficient and how it can be more profitable is uh, the time uh, you can walk away from it. It, it. It's when you're basically what you're doing is when you're preparing these meats, you're cooking it in beforehand. And then when it's time for service, you're just putting a sear on either side for a steak or chicken. So that cook time, I mean, your turn time on chicken is usually like 20 minutes if you're starting from scratch. But with sous vide, like you can get it out much faster. Exactly. Um, and the exactly. other things too, like we talked about too, is uh, consistency. It's way more consistent. You don't have to be a seasoned chef to cook something right because the sous vide's doing it for you and you're just putting that sear on. So you're going to be uh, cooking things more precise, which means less waste because people are going to be a lot less likely to send the food back if you overcook it or whatever, right? Um, so you're saving mm-hmm. money in that way. What else do we have here? Um, it's going to taste better, so people are going to come back. Uh, that's, I guess, going to tie into the profits. Less waste, like I You're also mentioned. reducing shrinkage as well. Yep. You yep. know, uh, of your meat because you're not you, you don't have dry heat going over there and and taking the moisture away from the product as well. Yep. So and uh, uh, you'll have more meat at the end of the cooking process. And then, like we mentioned at the end, there uh, very efficient, low energy. Uh, that water is a great transfer of energy. So all these are the benefits of using sous vide. Am, am I missing anything that you want to touch on before we move on? No, I think you I think you hit it just about all of it right there. Awesome. All right. So before we move on to that third item, let's just take a moment to thank our sponsors and we'll be right back. Systematizing and managing your restaurant can be difficult. Between service providers, software, and people you employ, you can find yourself in these processes spread all over the place. What if you could bring all these systems and processes to one place where you could easily manage and automate it all? Well, now you can with QSR Online. For over a decade now, QSR Online has been helping restaurants minimize their costs and gain time back in their lives. To learn more, head over to go.qsronline.com slash unstoppable. Looking to increase sales in your restaurant? There's only three ways to make that happen. Attract new customers, increase check averages, and increase the frequency your customers visit. RestaurantPromo.net gives you free case studies, strategies, and how-to guides to do all of the above. RestaurantPromo.net is your go-to place to get ahead in business and in life. Again, that's RestaurantPromo.net. Get on it. 
Alright, we're back, and the third item we're going to talk about today uh, that you're going to recommend to my listeners is a combi oven. What is a combi oven? Okay, so a combi oven kind of gives you the best of the both both, uh, worlds. You've got a combination of a convection oven and a steamer. And what this allows you to do is either one of those processes within one of those units, and even better yet, you combine them, and you get the power of superheated steam. Mm. We just got done talking about how water transfers energy. So you can imagine if you have steam at, well, let me put it this way. If you put your hand into an oven that's 150 degrees, you can easily do that, mm. and that's, that air doesn't hurt you. But if you put your hand into 150-degree water, it's Ouch. going to feel Ouch. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And that's what we were talking about, water being a great transfer of energy. Well, in a combi oven, you can have that unit at hundreds of degrees and have dry steam in there transferring energy to the food. And that does two things. It cooks very quickly. Uh, uh, It doesn't just steam the food. It also gets you that caramelization or the Maillard uh, reaction on your foods to, you know, brown them and all of that. Uh, And in addition, uh, it cuts a lot faster. So that's, you know, you get all these different benefits Mm -hmm. uh, uh, all in one unit. So uh, we have two of them in our kitchen right now. Uh, and we have a test kitchen here at Webstaurant Store, which is actually a working kitchen because we do have a cafe. Oh, cool. Um, and we love those units. Uh, in our r- rationale that we have, you know, it's easy. If you have, you know, several things that take the same cooking process, that unit can actually monitor. And that's the other benefit of these machines. They tend to have very powerful computerization in them. Mm-hmm. And you have, you know, you can have five different products in there. And one of the cool things about coffee ovens is there's no flavor transfer. So you could be toasting, uh, toasting bagels. You could be uh, making bacon. You could be doing several hash browns and several other things in there. And not only will it tell you when each rack is done and you can pull it out, but every time you pull something out, that computer compensates for that time you have the door open oh, wow. and then uh, allows you to do it. Now, uh, in preparing for this interview, I wanted to talk to one of our uh, good buddies here. When I do uh, vendor trainings, I, I make our vendors buy us lunch. Mm-hmm. And one of the places I – and I help them, though. I, I offer to you know organize it. I often get uh, burritos for the whole office from – a place called Nido Burrito. And the owner there, John, has seven restaurants. And most people wouldn't think of a combi oven, you know, because they can run, they're 6000 to $35,000. They are not cheap machines. Um, you, people don't normally think of a combi oven as, a, you know, being in a burrito shop. But in every one of his shops, he has two combi ovens, and that's his sole cooking equipment wow. for the last 12 years. And he said, you know, he, we talked about it, and he explained how he uses it. He uses them 24 hours a day. Overnight, he cooks pork and beef, mm. and he slow roasts it. And one of the benefits of combi ovens, just like sous vide, is you don't have shrinkage uh, like you would in a convection oven. 
because of the steam already in there, there's no place for that excess moisture, so it stays in the meat. Uh, so that's a benefit. He's able to do those large amounts. And then during the day, he does his chicken, 120 pounds of chicken uh, roasting at a time. And there's a couple other unique things about these is most of them have a USB port. So if a recipe changes, he can just go around to each one, program in the new recipe. In fact, his newest units, uh, you're able to do it, you know, right over the internet, change the recipe so everything is consistent. Most of the cooking on these machines is done by pointing out a picture of what you want. Uh, it's that easy. And so it keeps it very simple. You know, he's he's selling $8, you know, $8 burritos. There, he's not doesn't have this super highly trained staff, but any one of them can go in there and, you know, in the old days, he told me he always does, he does a blackened chicken special on Tuesdays. He used to have to have a guy sear it off and sear the seasoned chicken in the pan and then finish it in the convection oven. And, you know, if anybody forgets about it, he's now got a bunch of seasoned hockey pucks. But in a combi oven, he can take it and he can do the searing, you know, the browning. He can do and the, the roasting all in one step at the press of a button it's done perfectly every time mm-hmm. awesome i'm, I'm writing so, like a madman over here trying to keep up with everything you're saying <laughs> um, so we have a, there's a lot you, there's a, just a lot you can do with combi ovens they're great reheaters too so bank there's banquet service style uh uh, combi ovens where you can take a roll-in rack and have all your plates on it roll it right in reheat all the plates for banquet service. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do things like grill, fry. Uh, you can mimic rotisserie. You can mimic sous vide. Uh, you can even there, there's like a pan and an accessory for everything. There's even smoking boxes for these things. Mm-hmm. So I've got a and list. I can tell you. Sorry, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was well, going to summarize. I, I, I will yeah. tell you my my favorite thing about them because I often am cooking in our kitchen. Yeah. Uh, in fact, every year I make my Thanksgiving turkey in one of those combis because nothing else works like it. Um, <laughs> but the great thing is, is uh, the majority of them uh, are well. Not I, I will say this: always buy one that has uh, the the wash the self washing style because it basically has a washing machine inside of it. You either add chemicals or it has chemical pumps, uh, just like your dishwasher. You press a button at the end of the day, the thing cleans itself spotless. Again, just which makes it just a more efficient, now you don't, you're not paying somebody oh, to go in there. Oh, labor is incredible. Yeah, awesome. So I have a list of the benefits uh, of using a combi oven. I hope I got it all, but just to start from the top, um, you said <clears throat> it's multi-purpose so like we mentioned like all those different tools that you're going to need to use in a kitchen now you can just limit down to one tool so you're going to save all that space so you'll have a smaller kitchen um which is just mm-hmm. a few of the examples of benefits that you're not going to be buying a bunch of equipment which you're going to have higher odds of breaking down because all those things i'm not sure i could go on forever just with and that less hood space taken exactly up, so know? uh no shrinkage what you're saying is basically that means that you're have a bigger yield so you can stretch what you're spending you're, you're, you know if you're paying so much for meat um that end product is going to be closer to what you purchased in the beginning which means you get that higher return on investment correct 
Mm-hmm. Uh, easy to program, like you said, super easy to program, uh, e- which basically you also said easy to use. So when you're training these young kids that are in high school on how to use this thing, that time you're going to spend in training, you're going to get your return on investment that way. Uh, more consistent, like you mentioned, lower cost there, all these things. And then also the, one of the things I missed and early on what you said is uh, super efficient because you're using, uh, again, moisture to transfer energy and it just cooks way faster. So time savings. Absolutely. And these things have huge ticket prices like you mentioned early on. Uh, huge ticket prices, but you have to look at the long-term savings and uh, efficiency, training, all those things, they compound over time and you end up saving money in the long run. I think it's really important to mention that as well. Yes. I will um, tell you, we had a, a college uh, get some of these from us. This is, goes back years ago, and they were buying, you know, prepackaged uh, pork barbecue from their broadline, you know, food purveyor. Mm-hmm. And they figured that that unit uh, saved them the, the cost in pork, and not only the cost in pork, but they sold more because what they made themselves overnight every night, mm-hmm. not being there. What they made overnight every night, their own pork, uh, pulled pork, saved them the cost of the unit within less than a year. Oh, wow. So, and hopefully that, we're all going to be in difference. business a little bit more than a year, too. So you're going to get yeah, your money well, back. Yeah, well, let's so. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. We still have two more items to cover in this interview. Uh, and the fourth item you're going to share with us is a rapid cook oven. Tell us what a rapid cook oven is. So a rapid cook oven is it, you're going to combine – a high wattage microwave, mm-hmm. very high wattage microwave, uh, with either impingement, radiant, or, or convection cooking, or a combination of those styles of cooking. Okay. So it, the most common would be impingement, radiant, and uh, microwave. Okay. Uh, and for those of you that don't know what impingement is, that's very high velocity jets of air shooting down on onto your food and blowing that little cold zone off of your food Mm kind of like a convection on steroids so okay so this might be a little confusing because we were just talking about combi ovens how are rapid cook ovens different from combi ovens well there's no steam uh and i'll I'll throw confusion into that later but there's no (laughs) steam element of uh, of a rapid cook oven, and it has microwaves. Okay. So, and it has a different purpose in the world. Now, everybody listening to this has seen uh, high-speed or hybrid or rapid cook oven, whatever you want to call them, um, because I, I pretty much guarantee everybody's been to a Subway, mm-hmm. and they all have turbo chefs or, or whatever behind there, and that's what they're toasting their subs with. It's very fast and efficient, and in that fast food atmosphere, uh, that, of course, is very, very important to be able to do. Uh, it's also great for grab-and-go areas uh, or anything like that. You know, you can do whether it's poppers or French fries mm-hmm. or frozen pizzas or anything like that. It gives you a lot of different menu items to choose from. Breakfast, Frozen breakfast sandwiches, fantastic, because... While it's toasting the outside, you can also you're also microwaving, so you're getting that heat going all the way into the product as well. Um, but don't discount their use for a standard restaurant either, because you can do anything from you know when you're talking about warming up product. Let's say you prep all your lasagna the night before, mm-hmm. and you can actually throw it into the freezer. Uh, and keep it frozen or throw it in the cooler, whatever, 
But to reheat it, normally, what do you do? You put it in the microwave, mm -hmm. and if you want to make it nicer, then you stick it in, you know, uh, to a hot oven or something like mm -hmm. that for a little bit. But with this, you pop it in, two minutes, it's perfectly cut through, mm -hmm. up and down, a little bit of browning on the outside, however much you want. You can program these things. You can do multi-step programming. Um, that is something they have in common with Kabi ovens. It's very programmable, you know, and it's very, you know, you can have everything listed either in pictures or words. You know, you can type in breakfast sandwich and have your recipe in there uh, that you programmed in with your USB, and it can, you know, uh, do that same thing every single time. Mm -hmm. uh, but, yeah, you know, when you're doing something like a mac and cheese or a lasagna, uh, you know, that's a fantastic thing. And more and more, a lot of people are also using the, uh, these to steam a la carte uh, because they are uh, – you can use them just as a microwave, and they are very high wattage microwaves. So uh, that can work very well for steaming a little bit of seafood mm -hmm. or uh, doing some vegetables or something. Which like sounds that. crazy to me because I like microwaving seafood is like a big no no in the house I was growing up in. <laughs> yeah, but you'd be surprised at the people actually uh, using it. But they, you know, for vegetables, it's really not uh, not too big of a deal mm -hmm. and. But as long as you have water in, in the pan and all of that, you're able to do it. Oddly enough, some of these rapid cook ovens, even though they're high wattage microwaves, some of them in certain ways, you, in certain circumstances, you can use metal pans in, mm -hmm. uh, which makes them a little bit different. Awesome. Uh, another benefit is most of them have a catalytic converter, which minimizes any grease-laden vapors coming out. Uh, you always want to check with your municipality, but uh, by and large, they don't have to go under hoods, which mm -hmm. is huge. So are there any other benefits we want to list with the, the rapid cook ovens before we move on? No, I, mean, I, I think we pretty much, we pretty much hit all of them. So just to summarize, uh, this seems like the, the biggest save you're going to get with this item is time. It's extremely fast, and it allows you to, to mm -hmm. get those quick turns in the kitchen. Uh, and like you said, it's probably you see it more often in quick service restaurants, uh, but don't roll it out for those full service restaurants because it has that applications there that you mentioned, uh, those opportunities to use you it. You can uh, get beautiful toasting and browning on, on product with these things. So you said easy. Um, it, it definitely has its spot. Yeah, you said easy to train, which again means, uh, you know, easy program, which means when you when you're training your staff on how to use this, uh, it's going to be a, an easier process. You can get less skilled people in the kitchen uh, to do the same job. Uh, and everything's going to come out much more consistently, like you said, because you can you can program. Those are the those are the big things that stuck out to me. Um, if there's anything I missed, feel free to correct me. No, I think you, you hit the big ones there. Awesome. So the last item we have to discuss, or I should probably stop and ask you with a with a rapid cook oven, Steve. Are there any items that you see people uh, really steering towards? models or brands that you want to mention? Uh, well, I, I would just say uh, probably the most popular brand, and maybe it's because they are in every uh, uh, subway out there is a Turbo Chef. Uh, okay. we, we definitely sell, uh, seem to sell more of those tur Turbo Chefs than anything. That's what we have in our kitchen. Um, but really, what you want to do is, is look at the price Look at uh, the features that each one has because we, you know, we have them from Mary Chef, Amana, and Alpha Sham as well. 
Okay. So it, it it's really uh, it, it's really one of those things that you, you want to look at. Each one of them is a little bit different. Awesome. Um, and I forgot to ask too: Is there a uh, model or brand for the combi ovens that people are, are leaning towards, or is that the the main? Well, I you know I got to admit to being a little partial to the rationale. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> we we have that one and another one in our kitchen right now, and I'm. Preferring the rationale, but it's not a fair fight because the Convotherm I have, uh, the Cleveland Convotherm that I have, is actually an older unit. Uh, so it's really not a fair fight. They're all very good. Uh, and, in fact, I'm going to have an Sham down there soon uh, as well. But those three brands are all very good. Again, it's, a, it's more of a matter of looking at the size you need, looking at the utilities you, you want, and also, you know, really read the features and mm-hmm. definitely no matter what brand you get get the self-cleaning type you'll you'll never regret it awesome great so the last item we're going to discuss uh before we call it a day is the waffle maker and this one is seems like out of right field uh <laughs> i was really surprised when you <laughs> well you mentioned. asked for you asked for things that were getting really popular yeah. and i'll tell you <laughs> um the, the waffle maker is actually getting very popular uh you know, we really have had great growth with it. One of the biggest reasons um, is something very simple. Uh, the lowest price model nowadays is under two hundred and fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. Back in the nineties, they were like four hundred dollars, oh, wow. five hundred dollars. I mean, yeah, I mean, they've come down in price so much as more competition is mm-hmm. out there. But the other thing is, there is a lot going on out there as far as. Uh, you know, different uses for waffles. Yeah. Uh, But to to get to your regular standard waffle, you know, even if you're using a mix, which would be product-wise more expensive than uh, mixing your own Mm -hmm. mix, uh, but even if you're using a mix, you're talking 50 cents a waffle. Yeah. And then you sell it for, what, six, seven, eight dollars. Exactly. So you're more profit. I mean, the, the margins there are just... Uh, yeah, and, and when you're talking about $250, you don't have to sell too many waffles to, no. make, to buy the unit. So what are some of the applications you're seeing people using waffles in? Are they using it for, uh, I mean, obviously chicken oh, waffles, okay. I'm assuming. Well, you have, you know, you have your extra added uh, breakfast item, but mm-hmm. then uh, chicken and waffles is definitely getting more and more popular everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, people do a lot with, you know, people aren't just making regular old waffles in their waffle iron. In fact, this weekend, I made, uh, now Pennsylvania Dutch, that's where we're from, the Pennsylvania Dutch area mm-hmm. here in Lancaster. Our chicken and waffles is totally different than Southern style. It has a chicken gravy uh, with chicken in it. And uh, my our chef here actually made some the other day. And then I mixed up, you know, waffle mix at home that had cheddar cheese and rosemary mm. in it and some other seasonings. And I put that gravy over top, and it was awesome. So, But people at restaurants are doing a lot of savory-type uh, waffles out there. Uh, but the other thing is, uh, you know, you also have your whole, besides breakfast and the savory types, and, and people are making sandwiches, you know, savory sandwiches, you know, chicken sandwiches out of waffles as well. But the other thing is, uh, you always have dessert also. Mm-hmm. Um, and so your waffles and ice cream, you know, you turn a $4 su- Sunday into a $9 Sunday easily. So, uh, by throwing a waffle into it, that costs you 50 cents. So that is a, a big use for it. And then there's some 
other types of waffles that are getting more popular. And, and I mentioned it to you uh, uh, a while back when we talked the liege waffles yeah. are, uh, are, and that's a very unusual thing. And, uh, but, you know, we're starting to see movement on those types of machines. Uh, and they, they create a different waffle. You're not using a batter, you're using a dough and it has pearl sugar in it, so you get this caramelized, crystallized, uh, sort of uh, yummy, crunchy bits oh. in the waffle. And then people top them with all sorts of different things as I well. I didn't have lunch start... today, so you got to take it easy on me with all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, well, it, you know, believe me, I, I get hungry thinking about waffles as well. And, and also, <laughs> of course, we have waffle cone makers, too, which are also quite popular. So just to summarize the waffle maker, uh, the big takeaways for me is that low initial cost, like you said, up to, you know, as, as low as $200 for a good commercial coffee, co- or waffle maker and then the margins like you said are just outrageous so you're getting your return on investment in like probably a day and then uh mm-hmm. the uh, just numerous applications uh you can get really creative you and can have right fun now. with waffles i mean people are waffling brownies and macaroni and cheese and doing all kinds mm-hmm. of weird stuff with them and it's wonderful it's you know it, it's a it's a great thing to do and it's, they're a lot of fun to play with and uh and they're good money makers. Yep. Awesome. So we have covered all five of the items that Steve is going to share with us today. And just to summarize, those five items are vacuum sealers, sous vide, uh, combi ovens, rapid cook ovens, and waffle makers. And I almost forgot to ask, is there one waffle maker that people are really just racing towards right now? Well, yeah. I, we are selling more of a Carnival King than any of them, and that's because it's the least expensive one. Got it. And hey, if you're doing it, you know, I always recommend this. If you're adding on an item for the first time, it's it's not necessarily a bad idea to go inexpensive the first time around. Mm-hmm. If you find you're selling a ton of them and it's not lasting for you or whatever, then you can bump up to the seven eight hundred dollar waffle makers if that starts becoming your main business. But you know, just starting out trying a new menu item, by all means, get something mm-hmm. inexpensive, give it a shot, and you you. Can, it's easier to pay for it. So. Got it. Awesome. Well, you've been an incredible guest today for us, Steve. We're going to wrap it up. We wrap up every episode by having my guests call somebody out. So who's one indie restaurant professional you admire and think would be a great guest on the show for us? Uh, well, uh, my buddy John that I was talking to today over at Nido Burrito would be fantastic because I think what he does is just a little bit different than a lot of other burrito shops uh, are, and I think that's evidenced by the fact that he's willing to take a risk. He was a very early adopter of uh, of uh, combi ovens and things like that, so he is definitely something, someone that uh, uh, you know really uh, kind of found his niche. And you know, I, I respect him greatly because he's an independent guy, and he has a shop right down the street from. The giant burrito maker, who we all won't name right now, but and he still does great. So, and he he uh, is just one of the most reliable, easy to work with uh, people I know. So that's awesome. who I'd recommend. Awesome, and uh, give the listeners at home some contact information if they want to reach out to you, uh, if they want to check out Web Webstaurant Store. Uh, what are the links? Where should we go? Okay, so uh, if you go to the webstrontstore.com, just webstrontstore.com, 
that's we have 140,000 items online. We also have live chat available. It's 24/7 from Monday through Thursday, and then Friday through Sunday we have long hours as well. Uh, if you want to reach out to me, I'm always watching our Twitter, so that's at Webstrong. Uh, and you can uh, find us there, and feel free to like our Facebook page at Webstrom Store while you're at it. Awesome. Great stuff. I'll have those links in the show notes, as well as the links to the uh, purchasing manuals that you said. I, that's right, purchasing manuals. Correct? Absolutely. Yep, I'll have those links mm-hmm. in the show notes as well. Uh, and a summary of everything we talked about today, just head over to restaurantunstoppable.com slash 215. And this is episode 215. You'll find all the links right there. Steve Ziegler, there is no questioning. You are unstoppable. Thank you so much for taking the time of your busy schedule to talk to us today. Well, thank you so much for having me, Eric. I appreciate it. <laughs> Cheers. All right, so some great tools recommended today by our friends over at thewebstaurantstore.com. Great service, worth checking out, even if it isn't just for these items. They have such a wide variety of things that, and really just so many things you can use in your restaurant. If it exists and you need it in your restaurant, odds are the Webstaurant Store has it. That's where I got my beard net. So they really do have a wide variety of things that can help you in your restaurant. Do check them out. Again, it's WebstaurantStore.com. I uh, hope you guys found value in today's episode. Please reach out to me, Eric at RestaurantUnstoppable.com. That's Eric with the C. If you can think of an authority we can get on the show, something you want to learn more about, uh, whether it's marketing, leadership, uh, I don't know, anything, like any topic, I'm here to serve you, so just let me know and I'll get an expert on the show. Other ways you can support the show, like I always mention, just leave those five-star reviews in iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Use my links and spread the word. I'd be so grateful if you just let everybody and anyone you know who's passionate about growing in this industry, uh, let them know of this audio, this free audio resource. Uh, We're all here to grow and uh, expand professionally, so that's what we're all about. Uh, All right, that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us to learn Until next time, peace out.